0: The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley Building in Santa Cruz, California.
1: It's a driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> God,
2: yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO, mellow grinds.
0: Oh, we got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. <laughs> oh, this smells of crayons
3: <laughs> for you.
1: Hey, Yolo! You only have one life.
2: Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right
3: there. Damn it. I screwed up.
0: (laughs) Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code awesome to get a nice discount.
2: Welcome to Driving well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. Can you hear that? <laughs> what is that?
0: Can you- uh, what are you <laughs> sawing? Something?
2: <laughs> uh, fuck! Right as we record, uh, there's a gate being built outside this wall. <laughs> <in>
0: the- <laughs> I doubt it's coming through, like to the recording. But
2: you can hear it probably on my my headset, right? Exactly. Yeah, I don't think this mic will pick it up too bad. So.
0: No, I don't think I'm, I don't think the mic will pick it up.
2: So hopefully, you guys at home aren't hearing this gate being made, but yeah. um, it's like the last of our insane backyard project uh, phase one. Two, uh, like a ten foot gate opening. So two, like I don't know what they are, four by four by ten openings. Beefy, beefy gate. <laughs> Total pain in the ass. Don't do it. Don't do it, everyone. Just go get a little tiny gate. That's all you need. Are they metal? No, no, they're not metal. Why are you doing a big gate? Redwood. It's a good question, Brian. I like that question. Um, Originally, it was like we have the space, and it would be nice to have an opening that if I want to bring, so we're going to put some other stuff in the backyard, like a spiral staircase. Uh, metal spiral staircase and, uh, there's no other real great way to get it through there. Yeah. I also secretly, uh, the space back here is big enough for a car or a trailer yeah. or, uh, whatnot. And, uh, I've been continuously vetoed on this idea. Um, you can, of putting something like that back there. Yeah, it's there. not
1: a secret. You can talk about it among us. This, you're, you're, I know. You're, you're, well, that's why I'm,
2: I'm looking over my shoulder <laughs> and I just make sure my wife's not here, but, uh, yeah and everyone who's looked at it is like oh yeah you could totally put a car back here and i'm like well you're right in theory you could <laughs> you can put do a car that right there you can do
0: the pat murphy like put an airstream back there it's like a little i mean
2: that, i'm not balling like pat but yeah that would be fucking rad or even like what brian has as just like a um his little camper trailer is like a yeah, uh, guest like... guest bed yeah,
3: yeah
2: be pretty cool um and it could even be like a little i don't know office storage kind of scene but
0: yeah or you could just start store
2: a shitty car or just store a shitty car, yeah, yeah, right. under a cover, and um, it just looks cool and takes up all the room. And
3: uh-huh.
2: it's yeah, yeah it's so, I mean, it's
1: yeah, just the delivery thing alone. Uh, you know, getting stuff into the backyard, or you know, dumping a load of sand or something, or yeah. loading stuff up to take it out. I mean, it's good for that. So you said don't do it. Just stick with a small gate, but I think you know you were you no, you I'm you're not little... this you're spitting the brainwashed part that you're trying to you know yeah. you're pretending like you don't want it, which is fine, we understand that
2: uh, but really
1: it is a little it's totally of, the right
2: call I'm like it's like um if you build it, they will come sort of thing because I don't know what what I'd need the big gate for, but I just felt like you're if I ever needed it, yeah you're building the <laughs> gate,
0: you might as so well yeah keep whatever.
2: your keep your options open, yeah, exactly,
1: I think it's good, yeah, so. you'd
0: end up like. You'd end up, like, cutting the fence down to bring stuff back. I future. know. Exactly. you'd be more fucked, right? So yeah. So,
2: good. It's all good. So, I'm, I'm glad once this will be done, we can actually do a little bit of, like, landscaping and, I don't know, just make it ready for the winter. Not, like, planting anything, but.
1: And the the coyotes getting are getting ready. The coyotes are getting back there, too, right? So, you open up the gates, let all the coyotes in. Yeah. It's kind of like a yeah, yeah. You know, farm style. We have a.
2: We have a Three coyote on one mountain lion death match uh, every Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, we we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so it's, it's basically like crowd flow. I mean, kind dusk, of, you need the big game. Dusk is when they're dusk is when they're most active. Lane. Oh, That's a okay. good question, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um,
0: oh, yeah. You should record it. You should. That sounds pretty <laughs> awesome.
2: <laughs> Patreon, Patreon. We'll you will have to be yeah. a ten dollar <laughs> member.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> to watch the coyote <laughs> Wednesday, 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 uh, coyote on cougar.
0: The best would be if you actually did it and, like, there was just two random people in like, outfits, like, fighting.
1: Exactly. Coyote
0: we got, like, three three
2: junior high kids in coyote costumes <laughs> and, like, one MMA fighter uh, in a cougar costume. Yeah. it's pretty good, dude. I think we'd make a couple bucks. Yeah. Now, we wouldn't make as much money as if we were doing naked lane sushi, but... I mean I've only heard bad reviews on that actually.
0: All all <laughs> the money. That's all that's the money.
2: It's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh. That is all the money. I think the better question would have been what would it cost for someone to eat off of you? Oh. So not like forget about your your like price, somebody who wants an expensive meal like yeah what what are they? What, no, well, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> it's it's, it's you're paying. How much you have to be paid to eat this meal off of The, Lane. the skeleton sushi. That's, yeah. How much do we need
1: to pay? I think to it
0: eat all depends. Sushi. I think it all uh, depends where the sushi is, right? It's like it, and absolutely.
2: the temperature of the room.
0: Yes. <laughs> the temperature of the room is a big, of the room. That's a big factor. I'm sweating. It's like a it's like a Bikram yoga studio.
1: <laughs> We're talking far too long about this. Ever. We should not be going down uh, this deep dark hole. We know,
0: definitely I'm not. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, speaking uh, of heat, it's a it's a scorcher today.
2: Like. By the way, thirty degree temp change tomorrow. What nar, nar. There's a winter storm coming in. Um, we're going to get a little bit of rain. Gusts of uh, 20 to 30 miles an hour and highs in the low 50s. Dang. So we're going from 80s to 50s tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Wow. Surprising. So get ready. I'm glad you, you mentioned it. out there that's going to blow away. All those uh, patio furniture things, whatnots. Lane, you got some of that stuff in the backyard, I bet. Some kids' toys that are just... Mm-hmm. Out and about, mm-hmm. or in a boot. Right now. Oh, nice! You saw that swimming
0: pool back there? No. Nice. Oh, okay. Took
1: it down. I just took mine down too.
0: Yep. Yeah, we have a trampoline.
2: That'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, little, little bit of weather coming in finally. And it's not even much rain, really, but just so it's not 85 degrees. It's crazy. I keep saying this, but it's hot I'm in my sorry. garage. It
0: is crazy. Dude yeah, the, the sun is and it's like the sun starts going down at fucking 2:30 in the afternoon now and like I was outside at 3 and the sun felt like it was like 20 feet in the sky dude like it was just it was so fucking hot and low and just like it was so gnarly dude
2: by the way why do we never get used to daylight savings time
0: I, well why do we have daylight savings time? why would we question. ever in it's fact, terrible
2: it, I, yeah why it's it's terrible yeah. but Every year, every single year without fail for 40 fucking years. And every gone. year we complain. Can you believe it? How dark it is? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Yep. But I thought I thought it was on the ballot to get rid of daylight savings time. I think in it California, was at some was
0: point.
2: It, was it this, this one? So Arizona
0: fucking? doesn't have it, right?
2: Arizona does not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe Hawaii? I don't know.
1: There's a couple
0: of um, though,
2: right? yeah so it's it's crazy it's for farming right it's for farm like originally, farmers
0: originally to, yes to
2: get more daylight or to get earlier starts or something it, i can't even do the uh, math it's
0: so you can wake up earlier get your day started before it gets hot right so i think or something but you could always wake up i know earlier. you could that? that's what i'm saying why don't they just wake up earlier why do you have to change the whole system
2: yeah it's absurd
1: also made it's up for totally farming I, i'm pretty sure education wasn't that just daycare? To not be a farmer? Well, you know, they, they had to do something with the kids. The kids had to go somewhere while everyone was doing work so on they the farm. Invented,
2: they invented farming. School. School. <laughs> School. Yeah. Okay. Um, not, yeah so that we're, we're saying
0: fuck education and fuck daylight Savings. <laughs> <laughs> Put an end yeah. to them both.
2: Let's just, uh, we're not smart enough to change our clocks. That's what we're getting down
0: to. Dude, my, so. yeah, the one of my kitchen it's,
3: is still
2: the wrong time. It's a whole. Come on.
1: It's a whole different twist with kids, too, because you work hard on these, like, bedtime routines and all of this, and then all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're changing it an hour? Like, dude.
2: <laughs> Everything's just off. Yeah. Off. Yeah. And I, by the way, I, I
0: changed. Hey, wait, 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 guys. Someone's calling me about a warranty. I need to answer this. You should, oh,
2: actually. <laughs> pipe them through um i just changed the Vanigan time like two weeks ago cool after it, i hadn't changed
0: it forever and then here we are you just gave me shit about not changing my clock after
2: yeah that. look at
1: this guy i know but I,
2: but dude he sees that clock every day the Vanigan. i have a clock on my wrist
0: you know i'm you've been yeah. on some you've been on some adventures in that thing and to what time is it, it?
2: I know. I just didn't have the right apparatus. I wanted. I didn't want to use a pen. I wanted to use my tiny Allen wrench, and I finally. Yeah, well, I to have to get it.
0: on my tippy toes to reach my clock <laughs> and turn the uh, thing. So. Well, same,
2: same. You can do it. C'est you can vi. do it. Say "la vie," and don't get me started on watches. Not that I have like a watch collection, but I have a few, and I have to go through each one. And, uh, I, feel know, like, okay. I feel like I
1: feel like this is all very boring. To be honest, <laughs>
0: dude, my 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 like my automatic watch. Every time you pick it up, you have to do you have to set the time because you know it, it's a what is it called kinetic or what is that where it charges yeah. when it's on your wrist, right? Yep. Um. But but anytime it sits for more than like twenty four hours, it just dies. Twenty four you know, hours. So something like that, maybe thirty six. I don't know what it is, but anyway. So every time I put it on, I have to change the change the time unless oh, okay. I wear it every day.
2: I see. I see. Yeah, this that's is why boring, people have right clock around.
0: winders, right, or, or uh, watch winders.
2: Well, you would just need something that kind of shook that that watch. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, I put library. it on the dryer, or the washing machine.
2: Oh, you
1: just keep it in
0: your next pocket. Level. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear yeah. it. Just wear it. <laughs> just wear it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Brian. Yeah, that's the worst solution ever. Lane, no, did, you know it... your watch? It just keep it in your pocket.
2: <laughs> Lane, just put it on your ankle. <laughs> It'll never go bad. Always charged. All right. Uh, w- welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren.
0: Wait, didn't we already, we already do did, did like... that, man. <laughs> did we?
2: Yeah. Oh, man, it's been so that's long. That's how we I started forgot. the
0: show, Warren. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I,
2: then we didn't say anything about Art being missing? I usually, no, I we usually didn't. mention that. We jumped right into Watch oh, Talk. Oh, shit. Sorry, Art. I'm s- so sorry.
0: No, we we jumped into... Heat, backyard. Weather. Talk maybe? Backyard
1: <laughs> weather. Oh, yeah. it was a, it, oh, We got the distracted gate. by the gate being assembled. I think the gate was Oh, well, we got distracted
0: by the noise. I think the noise was right when we were saying our names. That distracted you from not saying Art is not with us anymore. RFP R.I.P. <laughs> art.
2: He couldn't handle the time change so
0: he's,
2: out. He's, out. he's still sleeping
1: actually. No one no one woke yeah. him up. I yeah, I feel like uh, the fact that we just went <laughs> we got distracted by noise and then went off on a tangent for 20 minutes talking about the weather and time change. Uh I just can't help but picture us all as old men well, on a rock on a on a porch in rocking chairs <laughs> like this is the conversation Let's not
2: forget Let's not forget about Bikram Sushi. Oh, I, don't yeah, I don't want to just gloss
0: over that, like the sweat <laughs> pouring like that off his happen. belly button. Well, yeah. let's hope that those uh, days are short in the future because I was only 11 minutes of talk.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> uh, did feel a little, little longer than that. Um, how are you guys doing? What's happening? Um, What's the word?
0: I don't have gait problems, but.
2: No, you um, don't.
0: Yeah, you know, hanging in there. Okay, uh, good. it's hot as I mentioned. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> um, looking uh, forward to the
1: cold. I mean, All it's right. probably well, worth noting kinda... that the nation is uh patiently waiting uh, election results, and that's kind of like putting a weird fog on everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're I in the middle so. of that I while we every...
0: I check my phone every hour.
2: I don't um, really want to look. Yeah, I don't either. I'm nervous. I just want to know if ways. Yeah,
1: I am too. Uh and I just, I, I don't want to have, yeah, like, I remember the, fir- the the last election, and it was, like, fucking watching that whole thing, and it was, like, so much drama and anxiety, and it's, like, this time, I if possible, it would be great to have just one emotion. It's, like, I know. tell me the end, tell me the results, <laughs> and I'll have a single emotion at that point, and that would be good, uh, yeah. rather than, like, but the nail-biting, s- like, you know, constantly know. worried about it.
0: Last time we knew so so early, right? It was like Earlier. I remember it was like so early. You're like, okay, it's done. We know what like Florida or whatever the, was already done. We're like, yeah, okay, then, we know. It's like the over. night of this time, felt it's like been you kind of went on for days. My
2: sister had a good idea. She she skipped town. She went to uh, like the desert, Eastern Sierras, with some friends. Nice. So out of cell phone service for mm. three or four days. That's so, yeah, that's um, cool. I, I, As I to kind of you. force your hand on not having any information until although i see a lot of people not doing
0: that but going getting out of like uh cities and stuff just kind of like oh i see going hanging out somewhere kind of
2: yeah well wherever you are listening to this hope you're in a good headspace and you don't have to worry about it too much um because you know it won't really matter if you worry or not (laughs) anyhow um this uh as you're listening to this we're um at morning motors that's our right. first Morning Motors back uh, is Sunday, so hopefully you heard our Thursday episode and got the memo on Patreon as well. You'll always get early updates on stuff like that, so become a patron. um, Check it out, and um I think we have a couple things to update on this episode, including two different drives and then some project car updates, I imagine, so... What do you guys want to? What are you want to start?
3: Just go for
2: it. Too. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, lunching while awesome, uh, number two. Yeah, second lunching while awesome um, was on Friday, and had a really rad time. Good, good roads. Good crew. Um, again, Patreon for these types of events is key. But uh, Paul Mitchell came out. He had a nice uh, 635 CSI Euro. Um let's see, Nicolaine and a Miata. Um uh, who else was at the start? I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Jeff Wise and his uh Lotus 7. Which that thing is so crazy. Every it's time so I cool. see it, I'm just like, gosh, how is this a it's like a totally different thing than all the cars we have. It's like different classification, you it's know. Not a car. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like what is it's it? So
0: crazy. Like when your thighs are Visible in a car, <laughs> like mo- like your whole thigh is visible. It's like kind of a different thing, dude.
2: And your yeah. head is l- probably lower than most headlights on most cars on the road. Yeah, your yeah. head is it's your gotta, head yeah, is yeah. It's got to be scary, right?
1: And if
0: you get if you get hit, they're hitting your shoulder, not the car. Right. <laughs> it's so crazy. Fair. Or if your are you like,
2: or if you were to like drive, you know, if someone slammed on the brakes in front of you, and you had to like panic stop and hit the back of the car you would go underneath some of these things like it's just such a small package it's hard to like the the like point of reference is i'm sure when you're driving it or in it is so crazy and, and everything feels so fast just like a go-kart um it's just amazing so yeah lotus 7 um the original one cruised so, out it was from back Originally. in the day
1: yeah and it used to be a race car it's got like logbook stickers and event stickers from way back in the day bias ply tires so cool
2: Right, right. I don't know how he keeps it down the road so quick because of that. Those points are huge. Like, yeah, bias ply tires. I don't know what the brakes are like, but anyways, he's, yeah, very comfortable in it. Super cool to see. And, um, it's sort of like if you were to show up to that event in like a 60 Eldorado, they're just, opposite ends of spectrum from what we're doing in a normal car normal vintage you know quote unquote vintage car they're just like two different ways of doing it you know it's this super little uh elementary go-kart kind of thing and then the opposite end of the spectrum would be something huge like a cadillac just they're so bizarre where you can almost picture the
1: lotus 7 being uh carried on a bike rack on the back of a cadillac (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's like i know roof rack yeah like yeah basically just yeah unwind it so i wonder um, what year his car is that
1: because that would be interesting showing the the cadillac i know big cadillac of the same year yeah i mean his must be like a like a
2: mid to late 60s i would guess Mm. they made him for a long time so i don't know yeah I, i i can't identify him My only problem with those cars, I love pretty much everything about their shape, is that the back of it is so abrupt.
1: So squared off and basic, huh? So
2: squared, and the fender, the fenders are just flat. There's no ridge or definition to them. It's just this, you know, they're rounded off, but they're just a flat fender with a just flat back. I would love to see, I don't know how you could do it really, but some kind of more like boat tail... I don't know something yeah. a little more sculpted, but maybe it's all. Is this the most elementary? Yeah,
0: they were just dude, minimal skin over the, the most practical chassis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the fenders are there to keep mud and dirt and rain out. You know, yeah, off you. And then the, the rear end, like, why make the rear end longer than it has to be? You know? I
2: know, I know. It wouldn't take much, but yeah, you're right. It's just like they went full all go no show. Just yeah. make it. Yeah, most minimal thing you can do. So I get it. I get it. Um, so we had a really good drive up the coast and then um, up the mountain to Alice's Restaurant where we kind of regrouped, um, met up with a few more people. And then we headed down um, to Alpine Inn Beer Garden, which is in Portola Valley, Woodside area. And that place has changed, but it is really cool. Hey, Amazing spot. What? What changed? Awesome, awesome spot. So it was a new someone, new owner, I'm right? Someone, yeah. I'm guessing someone bought it and they just dialed it out perfectly. It's um tons of room. Uh you order everything from an an app and it shows up. There's no it's completely contactless. Huh. And they've have TVs out there, tons of tables and umbrellas. It's just a really cool scene. And it like, was
0: crowded. Like, like five times the tables they had before. Interesting. Yeah. Um all every table has umbrellas. There's tons of yeah, outdoor TVs playing games and stuff, and then there's a full outdoor bar um with a cover, like a, you know, canopy over it and everything. Um, and you walk, you don't have to walk through the bar anymore Mm. to go out there. There's that's nice on the outside. You walk through because that that
1: frees up the bar to be its own thing, which, uh, is so full of character, right? Like the sloping floors and like all the stuff. Like if you have everybody walking in through that, you know, it just gets crowded, but this means you can like go. Yeah.
0: There used to be that line, right? There was always a line through the bar. So if you were just there hanging out, it was kind of weird to have people like, standing next to your table basically yeah,
2: yeah. so we we uh, forgot to mention that uh naveed and gen were there Navid in his 996 gt3 cup car essentially mm. um which is kind of new to him um pretty radical porsche and then gen was in his what year is that uh bahama yellow 67 s oh, i want to say
3: i'm way Cause off because it's yeah. a
0: short wheelbase car
2: 67S, 67 okay. or sixty
0: seven s yeah i think sixty seven
2: by the way, that's his favorite car that he owns so oh interesting don't ever i never want to drive it
0: <laughs> two liter s um, yeah. super nice car
2: yeah, um, so it's yeah good good car he loves it and um so those guys were with us as well, and then when we got to the top of the mountain, Navid realized he had a flat. So he'd gotten it just before they rolled into Alice's and uh, the car was kind of loose. So sure enough, uh rear tire was flat and he uh, has R triple on there, I think. And they were, I think they were basically worn out on the inside edge and that's where the flat came from. So um, he was without a car, but he jumped in actually Jeff wise, just handed him the keys to the Lotus. So he got to drive. I was behind him uh, watching the drive the Lotus seven for the first time down <laughs> the mountain into Portola Valley, which isn't the most like, uh, exciting roads because there's a lot of traffic and stuff, but still, I'm sure it was probably better that way because he was getting the hang of it. Um, and, uh, it's just so funny watching them drive that thing down the road. But, um, and then, yeah, we had a good lunch and the parking lot has the gnarliest speed bumps of all time. So that's the only bad thing. Like if it as a car, like destination, I don't even know if Lane could make it like the Lotus could not make it over the speed bumps. It could not go into the parking lot. So they had to back it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was a funny scene I, yeah, and
2: a- push it into a parking spot. Um, I scraped, I mean, I, I think I scraped my skid plate going over as slow as I could.
0: Whoa! And you I was trying, trying my
2: hardest. It was like, yeah. So huge speed bumps in a dirt lot, which is kind of a bummer, but other than yeah, that,
0: I didn't scrape.
2: Yeah. You were good. And then I, Brandon met us there in the Lotus and he made it in and stuff. So anyways, and then I gave uh Naveed a ride back to his car, which a tow truck was coming to get it. And that all worked out perfectly. Um, but yeah, super nice day. Uh, stoked that people came out and met us at the beer garden. And I think we'll definitely have to use that spot again. huh?
0: Oh yeah. It's so rad. I loved it. It was like, yeah, it was so nice. Cause everyone, you didn't, we just got tables and everyone's allowed to, you know, you're, you're each ordering separately on this app. Um, which is a cool thing, like COVID's yeah. kind of brought this into yeah. the fold. And um we also I did this at the um at that brewery I went to the other day, faction. It was the same kind of thing. It was like no the waitress waitresses brought food, but you didn't order through a waitress. So you could just like you wanted another beer, you just go on, you order. Um so rad super easy and it's rad for like groups of people, like – it that's always a, a you pay For fuck, yourself, right? yeah. You have, like yeah, and people coming at different times, you're like, Oh, throw one on for me and then you have to get the bill and everyone yeah. has to and this is like pay up front and uh and you're yeah, and the other, you're, you're all good, right? You don't have to cool wait thing, for a waitress to leave or anything.
2: They had it nice too. Each table had its own uh barcode and so it oh. they knew since you're ordering from that barcode, they yeah. knew exactly where to take the food. So it was very like it's just super easy. You know, there was no having to type in where you're at or your name or anything like that. It was just they who has the burger you know and it was very very simple so i was stoked on that too and i, I think you're right though lane like a lot of these little things have come from covid where it's like silver lining stuff you know a few easier uh options with stuff like that yeah. so yeah so
0: that was and cool. the outdoor seating is sick All all these places have been forced to build this like rad right. outdoor seating right which i feel like has always been a um at least in Santa Cruz, which is weird because we have great weather year round for the most part, um, it's kind of outdoor seating is like not that common. You know, it's like how many play. You know, you'd always be like, I want to go outside, and you end up at the brewery or something. But um, now every place has like pretty cool outdoor seating areas and yeah. with like strung lights and and heat lamps. You know, they all had to invest in these things that make it very comfortable as well.
2: Yeah, hopefully they can pull it for the winter. Yeah. It starts to
0: rain. Yeah. I know. I I don't know if you've been to like Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery, um, brewing company or brewery or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, but they have these little like, um, they put a whole, like, they put coverings over all the seats and, and they have like plexiglass in between. So, you know, so you're quartered off kind of. But, uh, yeah, I think they're definitely prepping for weather, you know?
2: Yeah. Hopefully they can pull it. Uh, yeah. So that was Friday. And then, um, just turned right back around and did basically a similar thing on Sunday. Um, Again, on Patreon, we threw it out there for folks that uh, knew Marty and Sue. uh, They are moving to Oregon. So Marty and Sue Cobra that's joined us on many rallies and all around great folks. Um, Marty's birthday was Sunday and he was doing a drive and he wanted to put a hundred miles down in the, the mountains in the Cobra. And so we, we met early. Uh, the three of us did, and a couple other folks. Peter B993, um, Dante. Dante um, help me out, Lane, Brian. Who else was there? Um,
0: Your guess is as good as mine. Wow. Peter really? B993. I already said that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. He was there. Uh, Ruben <laughs> met up with us. That was funny. 997 GT3, 997.2 GT3. Uh, Ruben's back. There was some other people. Joe Joe met us up there. Yeah, um, yeah, some other folks as Big well. Big fat flip, right? He was there, wasn't he? <laughs> nope, oh. definitely not.
3: <laughs> uh, Drew us? met us
0: up there. Brendan met us up there. I don't yeah. know. There, there was some some people. Um, oh, uh, Dash and his five Dash his, and his that's... Focus RS. Yes. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know there was yeah some i'm i know i'm missing people sorry
2: yeah we're terrible people um that was a really fun drive i went on a new road that i'd never been on before so um, i i've been lost on that
1: i've been lost on that road uh before or taking it back roads from like uh uh los altos um i took the corvette on that road actually um nice dude i i got to I, i was following marty for a very long portion that Cobra is intoxicating. Huh? It's so cool. It's like, oh, I'm slipping here. Um, <laughs> dude, the smell. Uh, when you're driving behind that car, the smell, the sound. And one of the coolest things is, uh, you know, we're in fall now, so there's leaves everywhere. He's got side exit exhaust. So as we're blasting through Skyline, Blast. it's just blowing all the leaves up from the side exit That's exhaust. Right. So it's like, Like this, you know, you want to see it in slow motion or something, where he's bombing and it just sounds so good. You can smell all the fumes, uh, like basically like raw gas, and then uh, it's just blowing all the debris (laughs) as he, you know, bombs around and and he was bombing too. He's like, you know, getting out there, getting after it.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got sidewall on that thing, and it's I mean it's used. He uses the shit out of it. So
0: and yeah, we were talking about um on a on a podcast like a week or so ago, we were talking about um what was it steering box or live axle i mean oh, yeah. that car has both um <laughs> and uh does it a it, factory it, five
1: it, they wouldn't use a steering rack in a factory five it seems I don't like they would see
0: why they would like a like a well, Mustang? yeah i
1: mean you know, they get to they, they get to design whatever they want uh right yeah, that's a good point I don't know what they
0: use i don't know um I would think it was just, like, very traditional. Um, but, yeah, the, the rear axle is definitely solid. And yeah. that thing, it was uh, surprisingly composed. Yeah. Like, very composed. He said he has, like, some good adjustable shocks on there uh, that he put on there a couple years ago or something. And, uh, yeah, surprisingly composed on, like, some pretty gnarly roads. Like, I was behind him on, um, I, I don't know why I always forget what the name is, but the one up to Skyline. Um, with the gnarly switchbacks, the gnarly right hand, no, the gnarly right hand turns that are like, where you're like peeling out halfway up Yeah, black road. Page mill. Uh, page mill.
1: Oh, the one back uh, up and around, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was behind him on page mill and surprisingly composed, dude. And it it was light. I mean, who, who made,
2: who made all that blue smoke on one of those, uh, switchbacks? Cause I was in kind of in the back of the pack and we, I got up to that point and there was like a cloud of blue smoke oh, that someone like lit that it up. That
1: was me. I had, <laughs> was that you? was me, dude. I had traction control off. Um, and You're just lighting it up the whole way. Yeah. It was, I mean, those are just, yeah, those are like super aggressive, like tight switchback, very aggressive height change. Uh, and so it's like, I, you know, I think I would have been fine if I had traction control on, but I had it off. And so I just had one wheel and it's slick too, really. Uh, and so it was just like, I, I, it surprised me. Like I didn't even, you know, it's one of those things where you're just driving and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh shit, that's me actually all this smoke. Uh, and it kind of happens very, very, uh, progressively. So I didn't even know I was roasting it that hard, but
2: I was following, uh, T. Fretch, who also joined us in his E30, and um, we had the exact same sounds. <laughs> he would go around and the mic, yeah. <laughs> like just following him. That's funny. Um, he was doing a, he was doing a good job. Um, he says that the thing has stock tired suspension on it, <laughs> and for how much he drives, I was surprised to hear that. So, but um, it's it was uh, I was taking note of
1: the fact that we're all out there in our cars, Marty is the oldest one of the whole bunch, and he has the most badass car. Most extreme. Good point. And it's like it's just interesting, like, generations, man. You know? And it's like, dude, dude. what kind of weenies are we? Look at Marty out there. Fucking stripped (laughs) down like nothing. All it is is a beautiful motor, (laughs) manual transmission, some fat tires. And it's like, dude, what are we doing wrong, actually? Because here I am, and it's for me in particular, because it's like... You know, I've got this Volvo, and I'm like, like what? What kind of a person am I? <laughs> I'm building a Volvo, an old Volvo, and Marty's out here hustling yeah. this thing, and it's just like barely strapping himself into a, a V8, you know, uh, right? Wherever. and uh, yeah, I just yeah, it's dude. just interesting, right? But and then all of us, we're all in kind of plush, you know. At the time, I'm driving an e, E4 non-M E46, super docile, you know nice interior you know i got the stereo and all that stuff and all the cars behind me are all like reasonable cars uh you know and and we've got we've got a fair bit of luxury uh in comparison dude
0: that's just well like you said it's generations man it's like we're into a different like for the most most of us at least it's what we're used to a different era yeah we're into a different era of car we grew up you know i grew up wanting a 944 i didn't grow up Wanting to hustle yeah. a cobra, I mean it's cool. Um, most people have hope cobras just driving the cars and coffees, which is rad. That Marty actually like r- right? You know, he's like railed on that car for I think he's on his fifth mo- fifth engine, and he's done a hundred and forty thousand miles on it or something since he built it back in yeah. You know,
3: just years just for ago. the
2: listeners, this is someone who would put skis sticking out the passenger seat, out the roof or no roof. Drive it over and ski at Mammoth, which is like an eight hour drive from here, (laughs) and then come home the next day in his Cobra. In the
1: Cobra? I didn't even know that story. I mean, he, Marty is an
2: exceptional case, and Sue too. Like, with a
0: heated jacket.
2: Heated jacket, of course. And then also, they would do, him and his wife would do day trips. And this was his 70th birthday, by the way. Um, Day trips to Paso Robles area from here. It's like three, you know, two and a half, three hours. Have a, steak on a barbecue that they packed in the Cobra (laughs) next to some creek (laughs) and then rally all the way back home for a day. Like most people won't even take their like new Ferrari or something on a day trip like that.
3: Mm -mm.
2: (laughs) This is no window, you know, no windows, no roof, uh, no mufflers. (laughs) They're just so cool.
0: Andy's car is not like a beater or anything. It's like a, they, it always has a nice paint job.
1: Oh yeah, um, the paint color been, stood out no. actually. When I was following behind him, it's it 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 has a jag feel. It, it's British racing racing green, but it like had a D type feel as I was following behind him. Uh, it does it 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 looks great on the curves
2: of that car. Yeah,
0: I mean it is an English car, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So
2: it makes harkens sense. some harkening back going on there. Uh, yeah, so. It was rad. I think Marty had a good time. We had breakfast up at Alice's, um, which is just such a... I haven't been to Alice's on a Sunday like that in a long time. Every time we go, it's usually like afternoon on a weekday or something. And um, there's cool cars always. Um, but this is like... I feel like we could just put up some chairs and have a podcast up there just watching the cars go by because it's a
3: yeah.
2: car club after car club. And then there's like, you know, some random dude with a... Uh crazy hot rod, and then you know old Porsche's, and it's just I don't know such a wild scene, so yeah,
0: there was a cool like um a Daytona replica rolling around huh, right. saw him a couple times, and he was like just that cam tail on the back was like black from like all the soot and stuff you know the exhaust which was just kind of a- which is a cool look.
2: there was like um, an old uh, like Porsche kind of our group looking crew, um older dudes, and uh, again happened to know them, no surprise and the car that um, the guy, am I, am I confusing the two days? Yeah, I think so. Ah, shit. Well, anyways, Alice is just talking about Alice's in general. <laughs> Again, not happen to know them. Um, and the guy, it was a car that he bought right out of college and he hadn't changed it and he's been driving it ever since. And he's oh, like, you know, cool. in his 60s. So, like, local uh, Porsche. But um, yeah, and then on that day we were there with Marty, it was like the Japanese. Kind of sports car supercar group showed yeah. up, of Supras, GTR, two um,
0: manual Mark IV Supras. I mean that's pretty rare. Right. Guys, one was totally stock. It was one of the it was a, a female driven too.
2: Nice. Yeah, there's a couple of really interesting cars as well. There's like the Subaru, like a nineties oh, yeah. legacy that was full, like I don't know, maybe rally crossed out or subtle.
0: Uh, more like lemons to me but yeah.
2: <laughs> well no it's more like just backyard mechanic style but um yeah. he had his kids with him so it's like they just rallied the subaru up from wherever and then he had two little kids that were walking around looking at the cars and then just uh rallied off yeah, so that's cool yeah cool
0: and tons of there's a there's like tons of mclarens and stuff it's like a mclaren's yeah. like a honda up there basically it's like you know like a an accord basically yeah, there's that. Yeah, like Definitely if you don't
1: crews, have if you like don't have any other better ideas about how to be a car enthusiast, you just like do the default and buy a McLaren and you, you can do your Alice's <laughs> thing then.
0: It is kind of like that though. It's like there's always groups of like 10 of them pull up and they're, you know, all within like 3 years old or whatever. Yeah. It's like hey, freshly
2: detailed. Right. detailed, like this yeah. is their only time they've driven it outside of yeah. Los Altos or they something. They just
0: had Kevin at AutoWorks detailing detail them.
2: Yes, exactly. Auto Works will definitely clean those dirty McLarens up. No problem.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a special, too.
2: All right. So that was, those are two drives. Um, Marty, by the way, and Sue said that they're going to try to make it down for a rally or morning motors, and they still have family here. And I don't think they're gone forever, but they're moving up to southern Oregon. Um, and, yeah, so let's hope, hopefully they'll have some happy trails up there, and then we'll have them scout out some roads for us uh, for future events, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, That's a plan. Um, or... But uh yeah, so what else we got? You got project car updates?
0: Brian got his car the fender polished, I saw.
2: Yeah. I did see that too. So you're going forward with this detail and keep or let's get their latest uh, Brian uh inside the mind of a psychopath or what was it? I what think that's fair. I think that's man. fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, um I'm curious to know what's going on.
1: Yeah. And so where did I, where did I leave off? I think, uh, the last you
2: left off with, you left off with, I called the guy to tell him right what the fuck happened with my sight unseen purchase here that you said yep. had no dents. Yep. And he's like, Oh really? Uh, shoot. Well, let's see what we can do. And yep. that's the last we heard, but you were definitely leaning towards, you had two things. You said it's actually better than I thought. I left with like some glimmers of hope, but I also don't think this is the one to like invest in. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yeah. I, that that sounds familiar yeah um and before you get started remind the listeners what kind of car it is
1: 1971 Volvo 142S uh so that's the two door manual transmission um and yeah basically uh yeah 1000 bucks pulled out of a tow yard it was like a state sale sort of thing um yeah so uh I think I had mentioned too that it, you know I was being a little cagey about possible next steps um, cause he had another Volvo one four two before I even made my purchase he had mentioned that it was like there were several cars that they pulled from this estate um and then when Joe had picked mine up uh you could see in the background you could see the other one four two and it was like uh it was green, and that's all I could tell you know you can't even really get a year um uh So I was kind of waiting to see like, you know, I mentioned my disappointment with the body damage that was like, you know, definitely different than advertised um, to the guy and then also mentioned like, hey, I'm just looking for a good car to start with. Like, tell me more about that other one and um, weeks without sending pictures. And it's like, dude, please just go take a photo of it. It's super easy nowadays. (laughs) I texted you already. Yeah. Take that same phone that you're texting me back on and just snap a photo. <laughs> like he said, there was body damage. Uh Just like, I want to know, like, is it bad? Is it worse or what? <laughs> Finally get it. So this is like many days after our uh, last podcast. And, uh and it's like even worse. It's like, it doesn't have any of the character, all the, you know, the paints like blotchy everywhere. It's a green color. And the, the, body damage the 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 damage that you know is on the car it's like several different spots it's not just one side but one side is like totally hammered and uh but it was running and driving um uh mm. and apparently he said it had good interior but when I saw the exterior I was like immediately out I was over it um so anyways I chatted with him and he you know he said uh, you know I've had issues things in the past where people you know didn't they changed their mind or it wasn't right and usually what I say is, uh, you bring it back and I'll give you your money back. And he said, you know, in this case, you've spent a little money trying to, you know, towing it out and all of that stuff. So it's a little bit different, but you know, if you want to bring it back, I'll give you your money back. So that's pretty, you know, that isn't, that isn't something that he had to do. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm over it, dude. Fuck it. I'm going for it. I like, I'm going to keep it. Wait, going what are you it. over? I'm, o- I'm over, I'm over returning it. it. I'm keeping it.
0: I know, but are you yeah. gonna sell it and just like as is, like clean it up and no. sell it? No, no. That's what I'm saying. I
1: said he's in my, my he's in, folks. My answer is fuck it, fuck the body damage. It's I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm in. Let me see your elbows. Do you got corduroy uh, jacket with some elbow yet. patches on? Not yet? Yet? I, just, I just I oh, just made oh, the yeah. decision. It must be shipping on Amazon. I, you know, I think There's, these things happen automatically. Yeah, <laughs> your elbows are getting softer as I <laughs> as we see them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I um, I don't know. I like it. And right, then further further sealing the deal is like Kevin just, you know, I to- I had told Kevin, I was like, hey, heads up. I might be switching out the car or things are kind of in flux. I'm not so sure about it. Uh, that was a little Smitching while ago. Um, just so he doesn't start on the detailing and like, you know, if I'm going to just be throwing it on trailer and shipping it off. Yeah, um, yeah. But then uh, so I, I had really, you know, it's kind of going back and forth for a little while on this. And then, uh, you know, it it tipped me over the edge for sure, but it's like Kevin sends me the photos of uh, him just buffing out the front fenders, and it's like, dude, the paint looks great right there, <laughs> and there's plenty of blemish, blemishes everywhere, right, uh, but uh, I, it just looks, it, yeah, it's definitely solidified it in my mind, like, whatever, just... Go for
2: it. All right. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a Brian car, anyways, because you really don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. I mean, aside from crashing it, but like you know. Yeah. There's no. Um, yeah. Yeah, and no, I, you preservation know, preservation. I, I think it can still, you know, it's like
1: uh, a car. You know, you just it has uh, it's has it has its best angles, right? <laughs> like when you take photos, yeah. you just don't take that back like, left don't corner look at the back. Yeah, and I think
2: you can park <laughs> yeah, it yeah, like don't that. Look at that back left corner. And, um, you know, what you need as so, a, a Volvo timeout, a doll. Oh, that, that is a lean good up idea. That's a good idea. So lean up against that. Now
1: I'm just realizing uh, I'm skipped a whole chapter of the story, which is uh, after I saw the green one, it was like the next day um, uh, I saw the green one and I'm over it. Uh, next day, Joe uh, sends me um, uh, Joe Hagel from uh, OEM Oil League sends me an ad a dude is selling in San Diego, uh, three Volvo one, four twos. It's advertised as a package deal, $7,000, all in various states of disrepair, but there was one that was in pretty good shape. And so me at this time, I'm like, you know, I don't want three, but I call him up and I'm immediately <laughs> responsive to the ad, uh, Uh, cause the one does look like it might be a good candidate. And so I'm, I'm in the zone where it's like, okay, that green one didn't work out. The guy offered, I can send this one back. Like I really am just looking for a decent starting point. If this is it, like I'm down to pay extra money to have something that. But it's in San Diego, right? Yeah. San Diego. But you know, we, we, we can jump through hoops. Um uh yeah. and so I even had i talked to Pat about it, and he was down it actually was super close to his house uh so he was down to go look at it for me and You know what a great resource for me that was really awesome and a shout out to Pat for the help um you know he's i've watched him do his whole five ten stuff and all all of this, and he's exactly the person <laughs> who I would want to be able to check this out happened to be right down the street um and uh, he goes and looks at it. It actually looked pretty decent from um, all indications in the ad and everything like rust free and all that, but it turned into, it, it It was kind of a pile and it had a lot less of the character that I like about the one that I have in pocket right now. Um, so pretty quickly made a decision to not do that, but the guy had offered it. Uh, he would have sold um, the nicer one separate from the other two. And it turns out, um, just side story he he uh, runs a very high end restoration stop shop down there. Um, it started small it started with Volvo's um and then has expanded over the past i think he said fifteen years um, and now they're doing like uh, it's one of the biggest restoration shops in San Diego area he said uh, and they're doing like Riddler award winning cars, which I think that's top oh. of the heap, right? Yeah.
2: Top of the heap of hot rod stuff.
1: Yeah. And so he, you know, he showed like, uh, you know, like Concours restoration is this cost Riddler award winner is this cost. And it was like, you know, three times or more or whatever, but, uh, super legit. And, uh, Volvo, Volvo fanatic too. And, and it was, he was selling it for a guy who had this giant Volvo collection. He happens to be the owner of like the IPD, uh, one four two that they built like 15, 20 years ago as their shop, example car he uh, this collector guy owns it now and he's just got a ton of volvos and was going through a selling phase um and uh yeah anyways other weird connections there like into
2: the volvo world but yeah in the end i skipped that one so uh that was and now you so you're you're uh committing to the yellow one and what what's your next move
1: that's a good question um and there are a lot of moves really uh so kevin's i mean i would think that you would get it detailed, and then bring it to your that's house the, and work on it. Or? Yeah, that's that's yeah. roughly the idea. I I don't think it's re uh, it it's probably possible to get it running as it sits. You know, I don't know. People seem to be you don't. I have no idea. But old engines, these old engines have a history of you know people being able to like get them going and running. They don't or they don't need a brakes, lot to run. Right. Brakes is the biggest thing, breaks, so yeah. I, you know I, I have to go That's completely easy. through that. So I got to tow it down. So it'll be yeah, yeah after the detail, tow it down and then uh, then be able to dive in. And brakes is probably going to be the you know kind of the first thing um, along with everything yeah. else, motor and all that stuff.
0: I know a guy that just builds a big gate. You could probably keep it in his backyard. Oh, uh, actually, no.
2: no How no, wide is no, the gate, though? No, is it no. like a three foot gate, or is it like a double uh, gate? No, I think it's like yeah, it's eight to, to ten feet, it's,
0: dude. Like a double. Hard to
2: say. The contractor referenced it as a King Kong gate. <laughs> yeah. but, King Kong uh, gate. I'm yeah, not many people. There. Not many people spring
1: for that. I've heard it's a real pain in the ass to do something like that. So not many. Yeah, I wouldn't
2: do that. I wouldn't do that. I think if I was really going to do something, if that was going to be a yard that I'd use it for. I would put a winch, somehow a winch for in the yard that I could winch, no, so I could winch oh. the cars up the hill silently oh, yeah. instead of having to drive it up. Yeah, yeah just a nice winch. I was oh, thinking wow. it would be That's a winch from, so you your, a loud from your second winch. level.
0: You know this? He just have this loud winch, like uh, rah, so he doesn't yeah, have exactly. to drive up.
2: Well, I'm thinking of cars that don't run, right? Uh, like if you had to work on it, yeah, at, like like the Volvo, for example. We're gonna have to get the Volvo in um, there somehow, Warren. You, yeah. you would have a winch that you could pull it up gotcha. that's all that's, cool, that's all dude. yeah uh, all right so you have a side yard i don't you're not fucking fooling me you got a side yard that's paved yeah I mean, but we want to we want real estate. no we want to keep it nice around here man we don't want any junk cars <laughs> yeah right yeah right <laughs> oh man okay so i guess you'll have to find a place for your trailer you have a trailer now and cars and cars yeah but that's I'll, a little volvo it's, I, tiny. it's a little that volvo tiny. i
1: don't i don't know where i'm where i'm going to stick it at the moment but it does you know i th- that'll be a, a a home conversation to have here uh you know do do i stick <laughs> it in home, the garage for the winter or what um
2: <laughs> hashtag home conversation <laughs>
0: So do you uh do you upgrade the brakes when you're at it, or you just go like full stock, or you go like two forty two turbo brakes? It's a good
1: question, like that, yeah. Right? So like... the common the common upgrade for these is you go the one six four brakes, which the one six four was the same chassis, but it had a six cylinder, and so everything else was upgraded. Um, and it's a little easier to find those parts, I think, too. And it all bolts right up. So that's that's the common thing. I need to do more research. Um I haven't I haven't really uh uh taken the dive in yet, but um I did uh I, I as one of the first things I did actually after seeing the car, you know, while I was standing there at AutoWorks detailing, I was I called up the uh Winchester Auto here to see if I could order uh brake rotors just because I want to know about parts availability. <laughs> I wasn't even going to really order them. Uh, and they're like, "Oh, weird," you know. I've been working here for fifteen years, and i've I've never found a brake rotor that's not available. But I can't find this one, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, great, ah! great, that's
2: perfect." So that is perfect. The research is needed. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, IPD, you're yeah. going to get pretty far. I mean, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have to pay up for it, but that'll they'll have you can just fill your shopping cart and right dude that's a
0: ipd is a pretty fun website like they're pretty it's a pretty i don't know it has a lot of stuff dude.
2: yeah it's, performance it's, oriented too
1: right. it's a
0: cool website for sure and those guys are because they're just volvo like yeah diehards yeah and that's it all works. they do and super rad
1: so and so one angle on this though that's part of answering your question lane uh is um so that would be the 164 upgrade i don't know about like 240 turbo and all that stuff i think the the front suspension the whole front axle really is like from the previous model 122 the rear is all like the under, the the same thing that's in the 240 which is kind of interesting yeah. Like it's not often you, I don't know, you know, the, the way they move, uh, parts, uh, bins as they go along, it's kind of funny. Um, but I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 240 stuff had no relation to what was in my front end. Um, and the front's the bigger deal. Uh, but the other angle that I'm looking at that, uh, does require research is, um, I'm curious. It's a fun process looking at these homologation papers. I think I mentioned before, did oh I mention boy. before?
2: Here we go. Uh, yeah.
0: Did I say anything
1: about this? Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. What so if if you lived in Europe and you were doing vintage rally stuff, yeah, you, and rally meaning this, a broad section of things, like it's just events basically, then you can do like historic and that means a very specific thing. And basically uh, you um, modify according to the, homologation papers in period and you can look these things up so i there are three different sets of homologation papers for the volvo 142 that i can find uh and it's pretty cool i did mention it because i was mentioning the safari uh like skid plate kit and everything the safari kit that they have in the one of the papers yes about this um, yes yes and so they have vented disc brakes that look beefier that are in there but there's a huge gap in my knowledge between seeing what's in this paper and understanding what part that is and, uh, how, where I can get those parts today. I just have no idea. Like I'm trying to plug in the part numbers that are listed and I'm seeing nothing. So I, you know, I, it's something that would be cool to do. I'm not going to adhere to that sort of thing with any sort of, uh, religion. Right. But, um, uh, I'm I'm keeping an eye on that stuff, and it's kind of interesting to me. So if I, if I can find out stuff about that, uh, whatever those vented disc brakes are, and do that, that would be cool. But um, really, I, I think Joe did the 164. I'm hoping to be out doing rallies next to Joe at some point, and so I kind of want to have the same setup as him, to be honest, uh, uh, especially if it's common, so I'll probably go for that.
2: I mean, the good news is the car is is pretty underpowered. So unless you're really going to go upgraded power, the slight upgrade in brakes will be sufficient. Yeah. You know? And even for just the, brand new brakes will work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And for the time, like Volvo was actually, you know, good in braking right. relative to the other stuff. Yeah. It's like underpowered, <laughs> like reliable yeah. underpowered tractor motor, but overpowered brakes, four wheel disks was
2: Wasn't that a, they have a crate. Wasn't the Volvo brakes an upgrade for 2002s?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think
2: the two forty
0: upgrade, right? yeah. upgrade for 944s. Oh
2: really? Right. right. Crazy. Yeah. It's weird, right? But yeah, so that, that proves your point though, that their brakes were already beefy OEM yeah. in a non-sport application. They were just bigger, heavier. And
1: and then you can get like he's getting good Porterfield pads direct from them. Uh you know, good compounds the R4S S or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, and I, I remember seeing those when I was doing some uh, brake pad searching around. Uh, so that, yeah. that's cool that he has a line on that. Um, interesting detail, uh, three bleed screws per front caliper. It Whoa. it has a complete second brake circuit in case of fa- one fails. It's, a, it's Whoa. all about redundancy. So very Volvo, it is. Yeah. Wow. And so you have to, there's like a, you know, bleeding brakes is already a pain in the ass and something that you need to be very sure. careful with. And it's easy to screw up and takes longer than you want. Uh, but there's not only a specific order for, you know, starting left or uh, passenger rear and going from the farthest in, but you've got an order for like, how you bleed the individual calipers, one, two, three, right? So it's like, that's kind of crazy. Are they it all
0: is. facing down, or do you have to take the know. caliper off to I don't bleed know. it? Like, I don't know. Because yeah. I've heard of cars like that, where they have it up top, and then, or, yeah, and you have to, like, take it off to bleed it. And Trippy. Whatever, you know.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Volvo 142 lives. It sounds like project car updates will be forthcoming, and uh, I think it'll be cool to see it once it's clean, because it was pretty dirty, and it was full of trash and shit so once that's like cleaned up and really baselined it'll be kind of cool and just so you see it that way just
1: so you guys know i did when i was there that's the only thing i did was i didn't want kevin and and john have to to have to clean out the trash so i went through and cleaned out all the dirty trash oh good yes that must have felt good yeah i found a little mini machete too that's cool
0: um that's pretty cool yeah (laughs) is that
1: the name of the project mini machete interesting (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, that is machete yellow isn't it good
0: i don't think so uh no, i, I so saw a right. 242 like there's one like a couple blocks away from my house mm-hmm. on bay street uh same color yeah uh, super early 242
1: yeah oh yeah yeah i like, think super Jared early like a 75 right like yeah, yeah, yeah i took a picture of it
0: like tom's yeah. yeah. And it's pretty clean too. Yeah. God, those
3: Super
2: are thing. so rare. Dude, those early like
0: smog exempt.
2: Yeah. And 240s are so rare. It's pretty interesting
1: because I've been staring at the 142 stuff a lot over the past several weeks. Right. And even me totally primed. It's like, I stare at it. And I'm like, is that a 140 or a 240? Cause it's like, I it's know. actually a little hard to tell. Like obviously it's got giant impact bumpers, but the lines are like kind of, you know, pretty similar. Um, uh,
0: they're just more squared off, right? Yeah. Like the 140s. The 140s are a lot. They have a swoopier belt line. There's a little. I think yeah. like if you daintier. saw them next to each other, yeah, big, the
2: big. 140s daintier. It would be bigger. Yeah. yeah. But I hear you. It is funny. You're like, oh shit, that's a 140. No. Nope.
0: Yeah. When I first right. saw it, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know. Like, I saw it in the corner of my eye after I passed it, and I'm like, and I didn't know. I was like, oh, maybe that's a. I think that might be a 140. You know, and then I obviously Dude. went and went back and saw it, but. Yeah.
2: It's very cool. Um so I don't have any project car updates, but I did uh get the Vanigan smogged, which is always an exciting moment in a thirty year old car or thirty. That's kind of car. a
0: project car update, Warren. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. it kind
2: of is, but you know, I was uh very relaxed about it. I didn't I didn't really have many suspicions that it would fail. I did yeah. ask them to pre to sniff it first before they ran the test, so it didn't yeah. get if there was an issue it wouldn't get gross uh, polluter. Um, and I feel like he was pretty thorough and it totally passed super clean. Nice. So that's great. Um, yeah. So another two years, uh, two years in the trouble free category in that, in that regard.
3: Nice.
2: And uh, I'm still waiting for my LCD screen from Germany for the E30. Um, and then not too much else to report. Did two dump runs with the Mighty Max yesterday. So I just want to throw that in there. Um, Mighty Max is killing it. Ocean view. Uh dump we have in Santa Cruz is beautiful. Uh yeah, so that's what I got. That's cool. How about you, Lane?
0: Uh uh Yeah I didn't do anything. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Like I it took me a long time, but you know. <laughs> to do in. nothing?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no project car updates to report, unfortunately. Uh, or fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know. Yeah, right. well, if
2: they're fun ones, then it's kind of unfortunate because you didn't like get to do yeah, yeah. something something sure. you wanted to accomplish. But I hear you.
0: Wait, what, uh, so
1: what's the seat, what's up. the seat update? Weren't you? Did you order brackets or what?
0: No, I never. I didn't. Yeah, you're just gonna but, keep but with the, the
1: behind the behind the back seat adjustment
0: for now. For now, the biggest thing is that the height is a little too high. And oh I can't yeah, right. Get the seat quite far enough back. Kind of a big deal, just, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, <laughs> but yeah. it's just a, it's like a three hundred dollar hurdle that I'm not ready to jump, you know. But yeah. I could yeah. jump it in, any, you know, later. It's fine. Like, it definitely works. It's fine. Like, we I, just the need drive, to. A, I wasn't like super.
1: We need to schedule another rally, and then that kind of gets you off your ass, <laughs> yeah. so to yeah. speak. Right? Yeah. I was,
0: I wasn't super compromised on our drive or anything. You know, it was like, it was fine. It's just like if I wear a baseball hat um my the bill is like kind of hitting the you just, just can't brutal, turn your yeah. head yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she, yeah, yeah yeah, so it's not like i don't know the height's just a little bit of a thing right now which is usually you have tons of headroom in that car so I
3: don't
0: yeah. Know, but yeah it's all good cool. cool cool um
2: well hopefully art will be joining us next week he uh, he know we took a little road trip down to santa barbara montecito to be
0: yeah it exact. looks like he's so. off off-roading the I am. Oh
2: yeah, it's super <laughs> off road. Hey, uh Lane or Brian, I don't know if you'd be interested too, but I think we should do a um, DWA live uh episode somehow where we just sit probably on Westcliff and do some car spotting.
1: They're so bad. Those episodes are so bad. We're always
2: distracted. Well, not I I don't even know if we would record it um but maybe do like some Instagram live stuff. Yeah, right? Where Instagram we just have a, cool. Where we have a video going and we only start it I'm not sure how to do it. We'll have to think about it, but we could just do ten clips of the best cars. But there's so much. I'm going to say this right now. If you're listening and you've never been to Santa Cruz, best car scene in the U.S. What? The? <laughs> Throw what? It
0: out there. Whoa, that's what? crazy, dude. You're fight nuts, fight me
2: right now. Tell me what's better. Tell me where's better.
0: What? Wait. Wait. What? But
2: best. Best car spotting and yeah. car culture no, anywhere in the US no i mean where?
0: it is Tell inter- me where. it is an interest i i will okay we have great weather cars are still daily driven that's a pretty rare thing actually like and you don't see it's not just show cars it's not just that it's like there is a good diversity we have and you're right like I mean, you're right in a lot of ways because it is really good. I'm just like not ready to say it's the best. Okay, because but um, I will. You know, I US. I've sat there and I see like three. I see three Impalas cruise by, like lowriders, and then I see a couple of McLarens, and then I see. Um a Volvo 142, and then I see a 240, yes. and then I see uh, yes. a Vanagon, then I see, a, you know, whatever. It's then like, you see
2: something modern, then you see something old, you see a hot rod, pretty you see, cool. you I see mean, adventure mobiles, you see uh, yeah. surf rigs. You I see took this. a
0: picture of a perfect, like, 79 Bug the other day over there, yeah. and then across the street was a... I'm, Camaro, gonna, I'm saying, saying it right
2: different. now. It's You go to LA, there's a ton of cars, right? There's 20 million people. But their majority are new bullshit. That's and a true. lot of cars are thrown away. And there's not a concentration. And in Santa Cruz, it's like all these 80s cars that we love, 90s cars, have survived and are daily driven. Then you have like the influx of the Silicon Valley angle where people are driving through Santa Cruz as like a day trip. You have the hot rod culture is super strong and has been around forever. I mean, it's like... I'm I'm throwing you're make, it down. You're
1: making some got, pretty good want. points, dude. And not to mention, it, like, and it's a driving sl- Westcliff is it's like a long avenue with and it's beautiful one. So it like draws people in, of course. But it's a great backdrop, and it's it's long. You cruise Westcliff; it's a long way. So it like kind of like supports like this activity of driving by. Try to think of what what that looks like in L.A. or Malibu or Santa Barbara, like you don't have the venue just like, just like the lane is like an awesome surf contest venue. This Westcliff drive is an awesome venue for this type of drive-by. I don't dude. Warren sounded crazy, know, but you're kind of strong. Points. Yeah.
0: It's also a slow two lane road as opposed to like if you're in Malibu or something, it's like right. four oh, lanes yeah, and it's like a highway yeah. and you have so your ratio of good cars to bad cars is like pretty yeah. pretty low, also, right? Because you have so many people just driving that drive basically. Well that's a
2: that's also a thoroughfare that people are <laughs> yeah. using to get right. home and stuff. Exactly. This is like Westcliff you're going out not. of your way to cruise along the beach on a beautiful day. Yes. If you just sit down on West Cliff Drive in Santa Cruz by the lighthouse and you watched for a few hours on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I I'm right now. I'm oh, throwing yeah. it down.
0: And you got girlies on the standby and like um, waving you know, just homies waving just to say hi. And you got like you know, the guy in the Lambo or what is the line? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anywhere else, I'm saying like Newport Beach. Yes, there's amazing cars in Newport Beach. But there's also majority are going to be newer supercar, right. uh, whatever luxury well, cars
0: or more like. More like two thousand sixteen plus Hondas yes. toyota's Mercedes, whatever yes. Acura.
2: <laughs> this is like Volkswagen bus, and then there's a like a crazy um sprinter van fully loaded off road rig there's uh Guyana myers Manx and then an m g and then some hot rods and it's like honestly, when I was out there, I was driving through west side I'm thinking it is amazing how often you see a person who is essentially cars are an interest of them. They have made a choice oh, to either modify yeah. their car to get a cool car, to have an old car to whatever it is. They've made this choice to like be in the car world. And I, I'm going to say right now that California is obviously a pretty obvious choice, but Santa Cruz might be number one.
0: I mean, yeah, I get, I, you're you're making good points, dude. I mean, um, I played a game, um, quite a few months ago, actually, but I just walked around my block, right? Mm -hmm, Just my block. I didn't cross the street or anything, and I I did, like, how many Radwood-era cars can I, like, take pictures of in that? And I I think I had, like, 20 cars I took pictures of. Right. And um, they're all, like, daily – they're all just daily-driven cars, and some of them are, like, not that cool for sure, but they all are kind of cool in the fact that, like, people still drive these cars daily – and, um, it's, a, and we've it's, a, spent- it's an interesting thing, but that's one block. And then I'll go on a drive just to take pictures for content for DWA or whatever. And I'll just like stick within a five block radius kind of like, and go b- back the other way and knock it out of my car just take pictures. Yeah. Dude, there's so much stuff, dude. And it's like kind of revolving too. There's, there's a it's lot of crazy. Cool
2: stuff. And I, um, we've spent time in places that have decent weather year round, like, florida and austin texas and arizona yeah. and las vegas um nothing yeah. compares it's not even close yeah. um that's so for sure. and then places throw, with weather they need a car that's right yeah. i get that like so what if you yeah what about Pittsburgh, like palm springs. palm
1: springs could be pretty
0: good it's palm Springs it's,
2: could, could be better yeah but i think you're still gonna have modern stuff like it's not, not that be,
0: great dude it's a lot of rental cars and a lot of um it's just a lot of more modern kind of stuff because they're dealing with heat and stuff. So you need cars with air conditioning. And tinted um, windows, they're, yeah. They're, yeah, there is a, a small subset. There's definitely a subset of people that, like, have Classics. their vacation homes there. And they have yeah. a Cadillac convertible. And there's that little dealership right off the Main Strip uh, in downtown Palm Springs that has a bunch of cool classic cars. But it, it it's not as not that plentiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's funny, uh, honorable mention, like, you know, probably still in the top 10 would be uh, uh, Pleasure Point, Eastcliff Drive, just cruising that. Like, that's probably pretty good, too. Well, I'm just
2: saying, yeah, Santa Cruz in general, if you did the lap from Westcliff to Eastcliff, and, like, on a nice day in the fall or something, I think you'll see more cool cars than pretty much anywhere other than, like, A show car, like Monterey Car Week, obviously. If you're fucking driving through Monterey Car Week in August, you know, yeah, you'll see insane cars for sure. Yeah, like, um, yeah, if you could day in day out, if you could measure the
1: density of cool cars, like, you know, it's it's cool cars versus regular cars, the ratio would be, yeah, very very much in the favor.
0: And I mean, it also has to do with your idea of cool too. I mean, if you're absolutely you know, hot, if you're into just hot rods, if you're into just hot rods, it's not gonna. I think we can use Wham's definition, out, yeah, if,
1: for everybody.
2: Wham's definition of cool
0: for yeah. everybody,
2: I think, works.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. Um,
2: well, <laughs> well I, I think it's worth de- debating. If anyone has a hot take, throw it at us. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? Trivia. Yep. Well,
3: Anything wait, else? dude. I
2: mean, I would my uh. Y-
1: Maybe there's no interest, but speaking of the opposite end, uh, dude, I like test drove a Toyota Sienna minivan the other day. That's why. I, that's why I, <laughs> we were like, I was recording from the car. That's right. That's right. I don't know. So you drove how to long ago, Modesto how, how to a dealership.
0: Yeah. Was it a dealer? Yeah, in you Modesto? might want to keep it tight, high and tight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any. How much are you to want... talk about a, uh, a Sienna? What, what
3: do you the mean? Sienna market might blow up. Oh now. yeah, you think it's gonna? Say- you think I'm it's say- gonna explode? I'm saying
0: how much?
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I'm yeah. curious what your thoughts are, Lane. Like, why I would want to keep it a secret? Oh. like genuinely curious.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like keep it to a tight fo- tight four or some minutes or something. Oh, I'm saying how yeah. How much interest is there in a Sienna right. test drive? <laughs> That's my point.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it's like
0: yeah. So it was like pristine. It only had like a couple ding, but like you know how those. Well, to me, are like- to me,
1: Lane, I think it's like a huge like these questions are monumental for car people, right? Like I'm replacing a car. There's a lot of different thoughts that go into the options. Um, And so I think it's, I think it's a totally fair discussion point. Uh, You know, we don't have to talk about the uh, uh, specific details of a single van in any way, but the fact of like choosing a van over whatever, like there's just a lot. I can just tell you the project update, I guess that, I'm doing a lot of consideration about like what trying to, trying to replace the Jeep, uh, especially, uh, and I'll tell you this detail. Like if I want to do, I've already talked at length about, you know, us wanting to get out of the Jeep. Um, It's $800 to fix. If I do the Carvana thing and I'm like trying to be honest and say like there's some damage. uh, If I say electrical damage, it knocks off $500 from the price that they're going to give. So, if I'm doing Carvana, it makes sense to not fix it uh and instead just take the $500 hit. Oh,
2: I thought you fixed I thought you fixed it already. No, they
1: they, they had to order a part and it's unclear to me if the part's coming in, but uh uh I I'd prefer to not fix it and just off it. Um yeah. hmm. So, uh yeah. you know, it's uh yeah. So, which k- kind of puts some pressure on, we don't, we can choose to do it at any time and there is no real pressure except that, you know, winter, you know, is coming up and, and whatever. Uh, and I I would just like to settle the question. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we're looking at a, a lot of different stuff in the end. I, I don't think it's going to be a minivan. Um, it's a little funny. We have this trailer, uh, that I've got that I'm basically just a caretaker for, but, uh, you know we've used it on a few camping trips um if you want to tow that thing around uh it bumps us up to a new category of car like an all wheel drive sienna probably isn't the right choice <laughs> even though for it's our tight. family it it's would be tight. great and it'd be like easy to drive around and a ton of space you know i realize you know,
2: now you're basically that uh, that 1% application i know uh, totally you're you're basing your 99% on the 1% yeah i know and it's, it's it's the classic move it's I need crazy wheel drive i need four wheel drive yeah so because why well i go to i go to tahoe once a year right you know yeah and yeah. and
1: you know we've discussed it uh kind of at length and it's like christina wants to be able to drive herself up to reno to see friends and stuff uh and it's sure, like sure. if she wants to do that in winter it'd be nice to have all wheel drive and not have you know but it's like has that ever yeah. has that ever yeah. happened no not yet <laughs> And would I feel comfortable with her just bailing on a snowy weekend? Like, probably not. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, (laughs) why argue too much about it? Like, it would be nice to have all wheel drive, sure. And it's, you know, you can, you can get that. But yeah, it's like these little things and they, they just bump you into a whole different category of car. And so if we did, you know, and, and if we didn't have the trailer, would it be nice to tow other stuff? Have I towed? stuff with our jeep yes i've used that a fair amount so is it bad to have that available it in case we need it no not bad but it does now it's like basically i know we're down to an suv like basically exactly the same car uh
2: which is interesting and then to be to get creative with that that class of car is difficult without going old and right. is there something wrong with just going with a safe choice like the sequoia like a uh yeah boring choice or do you have to go with something with character that you know is 15 20 years old
1: and and then there's other questions that come up about that too because it's like you know there's different ways to move money around to make it happen and ideally i just get a loan and i can just you know uh not use up a ton of cash and just pay off a loan uh those are easier to get for 2010 and newer and so now all of a sudden it's like there's a, a benefit to getting something a little more modern you try to do a land cruiser for example 2010 and newer and it's like no that price is astronomical um you're getting into a crazy territory and and so yeah like it starts to support just you know get whatever all-wheel drive a little bit of towing uh something reliable yeah. with not too many miles and yeah uh so that's that's kind of where it's at uh with other other yeah. other considerations mixed in i've been bugging uh warren lane jared we have a little. Toyota uh Tundra thread that I've <laughs> Kev, oh, Kevin Kevin not lane <laughs> Kevin uh we Lane yeah. would have uh, unsubscribed. Yeah, he would be yeah. out. Um anyway, so that's actually a significant yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of angles. There, there, that's like a you're also a big deal.
0: Dude, you're also running you're also running into like I don't know, you're buying a used car, you might you're kind of running into the Jeep stuff again. You really, you might be buying a car that needs suspension refresh. It needs like this. It needs all these services coming up. And then you're kind of in the same situation you're in now with your Jeep where it's like, okay, then my, like might as well just do all that stuff to the Jeep then, or buy a new car. Well, and then also, do you want to send Christina to Tahoe by herself in a 20 year old car? that's like likely to have some issues maybe. Right. I mean, yeah, these are the,
2: these are the things, right? Yeah. 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 It's all factors for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's always fun. I wish I talked to Phil Johnston, uh, BRZO today via text to see if there's, there was any updates and he's, um, he's still not getting anywhere with Craigslist. So it's a real bummer, but he still hasn't given up. That's for sure. But um, that's your BRZO update. No update. Um, All right. right. Are we ready for trivia? Yeah, I'm ready. Shall we? Okay
0: oh by the way we never got to if the so the sienna just wasn't didn't fit the bill and wasn't a great example. no
1: yeah it was just uh it was uh, you know like it had a hundred thousand miles uh um our jeep has a hundred thousand miles Uh, we've taken pretty good care of our Jeep, like no scratches around the outside or maybe one, uh, the interiors cleans up really nice. Um, the person who owned this Sienna for a hundred thousand miles did not take the same care. (laughs) It's like, I, you know, from afar, it looks fine, but up close scratch on every single panel, uh, the front end totally, uh, pockmarked with, um, uh, uh, you know rock Rock chips chips and and that's like modesto right that makes sense it's like highway five yeah uh and then you know little things like in the back there's a uh, a panel that goes over the jack it won't fit right it's popped out i couldn't get it to fit one of the vents is broken there's stains on the uh you know in general the carpet's okay but there's stains (laughs) on the bottom and and the and the top you know i had looked at this one was priced at like 16. I'd looked at one for 20 grand that was, uh, you know, way less miles and was in perfect condition. Like absolutely. Uh, you know, you couldn't even tell it wasn't brand new. Um, and so, th- yeah, this was all, it was like, I I didn't even really want to do a low ball uh, do a low ball offer at all but yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. were like way way too far apart on price. I mean I think it it's yeah. probably a van that would run a, a a decent while longer. It needed rear brakes immediately it looked like. Um but I can't uh, even sell it like
2: that. Oh really? Technically. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's it. You don't I wouldn't even look it for a car from Hell a dealer my. like that. I would just look for a private party, someone that's cared about it. Well, and, yeah, because those are all coming from auction, and they're just like tattered usually.
1: But so yeah, and I, d- I anyways, do have you can get lucky. I, d- I did like buy a batch of Carfax, which can help tell stories. Um, I mean, you know, they're they're just like you know, if you're looking for an all-wheel drive Sienna, they're half over half of them are at dealers actually probably 75% of them are at dealers. Uh, there just aren't yeah, a ton yeah. on the market that are all wheel drive in the right price range. Um, uh, there are a few private party ones, but, uh, yeah, uh, it, you kind of, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple at dealers where it's like single owner and, and you can see if it was like, I saw one that was a rental. Actually, it's a commercial ownership. Ooh, don't do that.
2: Right. Don't do that. And the car, Carfax
1: tells me that, uh, and it was had yeah, an yeah. insane number of miles. 2019 was 70,000 miles. Uh, and then, <laughs> you know, you mile. see other ones where it's a personal owner, you know, selling at a dealer, but personal ownership and uh, records in Carfax from the local dealership. That's what you want. Yeah. And it's yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, that's a a lot of gonna, that.
0: A lot of them yeah. are going to be that because they're lease returns or they're just, yeah. you know, trade-ins, trade-ins for a new yeah. car. So. Right. You can that definitely get sense.
2: lucky, but I would... Anything like at a, some rinky-dink dealer in Modesto? It's like no way. They're getting the the cheapest one they can buy, and then they're just yeah. basically greasing it up. And so this the it reason there, why anyways. I drove out
1: there is because uh, I wasn't seeing too many with leather, the all-wheel drive with leather interior. So I wanted to see one, uh, uh, and then uh, I've seen a couple more in the past couple days. But uh, yeah,
2: anyways, cool. All right, trivia time. Um, this is an interesting stat that I wasn't aware of. First of all, uh, what do you think the new Golf R zero to sixty is? So the new Mark Eight Golf R is coming out shortly. Um, it is
0: for the manual or cool. for the the. the um,
2: this is with the dual clutch automatic. So um, it's got three hundred and fifteen horsepower, three hundred and ten pound feet of torque. It's pretty amazing. Little little hatch. Um what do you think? 0 to 60?
0: Um uh, 4.2. Brian go first.
2: 4.2 oh, for Brian.
0: Say 4 flat.
2: Brian wins 4-7. Oh. And which is faster around Nürburgring? The Golf R or the Honda Civic Type R?
0: Oh. Oh, it should be the Type R.
2: Yeah, I was gonna. I, I was gonna say Civic also. Civic is faster. You are right. And dude, listen to this one: the old, um, the old car, the old Golf R was 19 seconds slower than this new one. That's around
3: crazy, the right? Wing. Yeah,
0: 19 seconds. Well, dude, you know the one, f- like my GTI, the 2017 is faster than the NSX. First gen NSX. Or, you know, wow. you just compare that. That's right? crazy. That
2: is that that stat right there is like blowing my mind. Yeah. But the, the type R is still seven seconds faster than the new Golf R, which oh, is yeah. still yeah, fucking yeah. surprising. That that's crazy. But almost 20 seconds faster than a freaking that last R.
0: Yeah, that's nuts, dude. I mean, I mean it's it, a
2: long track, but Jesus yeah. Christ. And it's like, only
0: like 10 more horsepower or something.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, this will interest Brian more than Lane, but we're still going to talk about it. Um, there is a new uh, Ford Transit model being uh, unveiled on November 21st. Really? What makes it special? What makes this special?
0: Do they have the all-wheel drive out yet? Is it the they, already, drive? they
2: already have all-wheel drive. They do have all-wheel drive. Um, I'm saying hybrid. Hybrid from Brian.
1: I'm going to say
0: all-electric
2: lane nailed it this is the first real electric van available to the american public full electric wow. ford transit november it's a 12th.
0: game changer dude like every parts store should have that like all these like right anywhere dude. that's doing in in like city stuff it's that's crazy. it's
1: unbelievable that's cool dude
0: hmm. like a paint if you're a painter or something, you know whatever I mean, just, any like plumber said, delivery. Or anyone, dude.
2: yeah in town in town stuff it's yeah. Uh, especially
0: because
1: to see what it's going to be there's so many benefits to like usability and then you're just riding it off of the business right so it's almost like a kind of a wash like even if it's yeah. more no expensive maintenance. yeah
0: and, and your maintenance like, is breaks, so minor dude brakes and tires and yeah. suspension
2: once a fucking blue moon like nothing else
0: yeah and you know they're never fucking touching the suspension dude they don't give a
2: shit i know man. Until like yeah, (laughs) two hundred thousand miles, right? Even
0: then, dude. Thanks. So, so that's introduced. More
2: details in a couple weeks. Yeah. So November twelfth, they're going to actually have the have the reveal. Um, They they showed the outline of it, which looks exactly like a high roof transit.
1: But, but I, um, I
0: love the outline. They show an outline of that. They're like, it's the same <laughs> shit, but it has a different like it has a motor instead of an engine. Yeah, like, that's a funny, like, yeah, funny thing yeah. to choose
1: an that's outline. Stupid for. Yeah. Yeah,
0: dude.
2: Um it does say that um the it's gonna be called the e Transit, um, and it'll be sold in the transit's full range of body styles from cargo van to chassis cab. Three options of roof heights, body lengths. I want one and dude. They're saying hopefully off-road ready adventure prep package which is a new wow. fucking package they're offering which has so all the smart. like yeah all so the like stuff i know um and it's it's just crazy to think like if they can really get the range up to a decent and look how much room you have for batteries so why wouldn't the range be high it's just a box i mean yeah, it's not a big old, heavy by the vehicle.
1: yeah by the way the benefits to uh, I, I think are greater for a heavy vehicle right for electric power like right yeah it's just yeah, yeah. Because the battery weight is significant, so when you're adding it to the a big vehicle, it's like a percentage-wise, a a smaller difference, right? And you can pack a lot more batteries in, and you got to move. Like, what better than a super torquey electric motor for moving a large vehicle,
0: dude? And you're adding all the weight, like super low, low, and it's gonna make that thing probably handle better than the the gas alternative one.
2: Absolutely. So that we'll have more information I'm more most interested in range of course and, and price performance kind of things but price I'm sure will be expensive but um yeah it's a game changer just like the Hummer I mean the Hummer is not out or production ready by any means but uh obviously a lot of game changing angles there and the rumor is that if the Hummer's you know coming that the Escalade will be offered in a full electric and then after that I mean we're Navigator talking Navigator and all well those. just trucks pickups yeah. i mean silverado sierra yeah. full electric i mean this thing has a that thing has a thousand horsepower and four-wheel steering and like crazy features that... i
3: know it's
0: perfect for vehicles like that really i mean that's where electric like really makes sense and i kind of get excited about it I do, um, I do too more so than like a sports car or something where you want to be entertained you know it's more for just yeah you know, right enjoyment of driving
3: right right, right.
0: right. And, but, and yeah when it, practical use cases it's rad dude like like using it as like a construct like these guys that just drive a truck to the 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 site and then maybe a lumber yard every day, it's like perfect, dude, and they could put everything imagine how big the bed can be, you know it doesn't have to have all that drive drive line underneath like as much drive line and stuff it's just i don't know
2: right no, I know it's it's um it's kind of uh it's kind of amazing, and it seems like things have really ramped up with electric. Uh, developments in the last. It's
0: factoring few into my the something.
1: last conversation we were having. It's like I I I kind of just want a car to get us by like for like three years or something, three or four years, and then it feels like we're not gonna want any gas car at that point. Like, I feel like we're that right. close. So
0: one, I don't know. So one thing I did hear recently is like you know Porsche put a lot of money into electric cars and stuff and the, the racing Formula E. They just put a boatload of money into alternative fuels. Um, and I think there is a, a segment of companies, like, thinking that electric might not be the only solution, essentially. Um, right. And so, and Formula One's also talking about going to alternative fuels as well, you know. Um, so, I don't know. If that's another thing to think about.
2: Agreed. Agreed. All right, last question. Um, recently... There was an auction in Japan for fruit. They have uh, auctions for, you know, livestock, fish, things like that. This was actually a fruit auction. Okay. And uh, if you aren't aware, uh, fruit in Japan is prized and quite expensive, especially things that are imported. This was a crate of mandarin oranges, a single 20-kilogram crate of 100 Japanese mandarins, also called mikan. Okay. Um, these were at the Tokyo Central Wholesale Ota Market. Uh, it was the year's first auction of Satsuma mandarin oranges, a famous citrus species from Ehime Prefecture, pardon the uh, pronunciation, on the island of Shikoku in southern Japan.
3: Holy shit. <laughs> what
2: makes this special, though, the Nishiyua is one of Ehime's Mekon producing regions and its semi-seedless citrus fruit of orange, it's known for its good balance of rich and sweet flavors, easy to peel, thin skin, as well as, as, well as its melt in the mouth texture. But listen to this: uh, it's a mecon that is grown with so called three suns—the actual sun, the reflected light from the sea and the reflected light from the stone wall is Oh, of the this is crazy,
0: fields. dude. This is some Wagyu stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> what did someone pay for this crate of mandarin oranges?
0: Uh, I have a number Should I go first? No, no, let Brian go.
1: Dude, I I what would be funny is if you gave this whole built up and it built up and it was like I know
0: and it's <laughs> like $5. $5.99. <laughs>
1: But I I mean, the fact that you did the three sons thing, I mean, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's over the top, right?
2: I'm going to, by the way, I thought you were going to say, I really have no idea. And it's like, of course you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going
0: to say a reference point.
1: I'm going to say one crate. I'm going to say uh, it's
0: $250. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, um, I'm going crazy. I'm going two grand. Ten yeah, bucks, okay. Basically, uh, yeah, twenty bucks an an orange or whatever. And yeah, by Dang. the way, I have no
1: idea how many how many are in a crate. Like I When we're he talking about, it, like, uh, so said, you said one hundred individual, okay.
2: And then Lane said a hundred. Yeah, and then I told
0: you a hundred.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> well, up, I'm not like listening. Two okay. minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred fifty from Brian. 2000 from Yeah. Money? 20 bucks each, dude.
0: 20 bucks each. Um, $9,579. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shit. $90 each, right? Like, that is crazy, dude. <laughs> Look at this crate, though,
2: dude. $90. Each are like individually labeled in this wooden crate with like oh, fucking man. beauty.
0: That is insane dude so what is that they're not just like feeding those like children aren't just like oh let me grab a mandarin like what is that that has to be go- like some chef bought them and he puts them in a certain like like crazy dish that, or something yeah
2: like, that'll definitely be the way they'll go down but it'll also be a an advertisement for some supermarket chain it'll be like come wow. get like the, yeah, the yeah, matsumas yeah. are here
0: and they're 150 dollars have- each <laughs> they're 200
2: bucks a piece yeah um yeah, I don't know exactly what they're using for, but uh I really want to try one, first of all. Let me get that out there right now. Well, yeah, but it it's going to ruin you for mandarin oranges Three. for the rest of your life, dude. You don't want to
1: try that. I wonder I love, if it will. I wonder I if you'll em.
0: be like, dude, that mandarin tree next door is like fucking on par. <laughs> I know. I just need some Japanese
2: labels for each yeah. of these mandarins.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I love mandarin oranges, especially if yeah, you get it so to good. come out where the peel dude, is like one piece. Still? I love when the peel yeah. is kind of like loose. There's air loose?
0: between the peel. Yeah. yeah. And you can just pull the whole thing out. Like you don't even have uh, to like do the swirl. You just like no, you pop no. the whole thing out. Dude, it's so good, that's, dude.
2: That's the best. No that's seeds. The best. They
0: make oranges look like bitches, dude. <laughs> they don't <laughs> I mean, have that thickness. How many, you know, they don't how have many that.
2: Suns? How many suns have you been eating oranges That's just from? one
0: fucking sun, dude. One imagine, sun, one moon. Imagine. Yeah, but that's Three. almost better, dude. It's pure. I like how they throw in the
2: terraced wall reflection (laughs) as the third sun.
0: (laughs) Oh, I think we have like a, there's probably some fence reflections going on. (laughs) Yeah, right. Probably some windows. Pressure treated fence. The
2: glint of the gophers, the glint of the gophers eyes. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly, dude. All right.
2: That's trivia for you. Wow. Nice one, William. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. 90 bucks for an orange,
0: dude. 90 bucks.
2: But we'll sell it to you for 85.
0: See ya. Are you sure patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome do you enjoy the dwa podcast give us a little love and support us on patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive patreon podcast exclusive stickers koozies and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other dwa events and much much more um Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.